Welcome back to the Take the Candy podcast. You're here with your host, John Anthony. It's episode 26. We got three more picks for you this week. We're looking to rock and roll. As you know, since we started the basketball the last week of January, we've been capping these games and picking them ourselves, and our caps are pretty much spot on. We're looking to continue that trend now here in episode 26. I got three picks for you. Just a reminder, we are running our Super Bowl special package here at the Take the Candy Pod. If you're interested, let us know. DM us on social. Hit me up at the email. It's takethecandypod at gmail.com. Again, takethecandypod at gmail.com. For you guys that are already locked into the February VIP, just as a reminder, with that VIP package, you're getting the free Super Bowl package as well. So you'll be getting that this coming weekend. Exciting time of year, Super Bowl time. Basketball starting to ramp up as we head to March Madness. So without further wait, DJ, run that music, baby. All right, we're headed out to the Little John Coliseum in Clemson, South Carolina for the ACC matchup between the visiting Duke Blue Devils and the hosting Clemson Tigers. This game is tipping at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Thursday night. Now, look, Duke coming off a loss to Virginia. As we record the pod, the loss was last night, the Monday night. Clemson and Duke squared off already this season at Cameron, and Clemson just shot the lights out. They just shot the lights out. Duke was able to get away with a two-point victory in that game. But... Duke then came back. They ripped off three straight wins, including the blowout to, uh, against the Tar Heels before they lost at home to Virginia. Virginia did what Virginia does. They attacked the offensive boards, and they played tough defense in that win over Duke. I'm not overreacting here. So when I'm capping this game, I'm looking at the full analytics for what we have so far. So the, the cap that we have here at Take the Candy Media for this game is going to be Duke minus 6.5 or Duke minus 7. That's where we stand. I could see this coming out at maybe six and bouncing closer to seven, but I'm gonna say that this spread's gonna land somewhere between six and seven. So here's why Duke is gonna cover this. You don't think that they're gonna be a little bit pissed off coming off a loss to Virginia. A few weeks ago, when they squared off against Clemson, they did struggle. They, Like I said, they won by two, but they did struggle. Then coming after that game, they ripped off three straight wins. In the first game against a Clemson, uh, Duke did not play great. They were fantastic from three, and obviously, like I said, they withstood a lights-out shooting day from Clemson, which was a big part of their win. They did a great job of not fouling in that game, and I think Clemson only went to the line once or twice in that game. That's a huge deal, especially in a tight game. If you stay out of fouls and you keep the other team off the line where you're just giving them free points, that's a big thing. So... Clemson has to be great on the boards to be competitive in this game. How did Virginia beat Duke? Well, they attacked the offensive glass. That's what Clemson's going to need to do in order to win. This year, they've been good on the defensive glass, but they were able to stay with Duke because of 14 offensive rebounds. That is such a big factor in this game. Duke needs to do a good job at blocking out if they could do that early. They could do that early. They're going to take a lead into the break, into halftime, and then they're just going to secure it on the back end. So here's where we see this happening. Don't don't buy into the fact that Virginia beat Duke at Cameron. 
Just don't do it. It was a letdown game for, for the Blue Devils after the UNC win. Virginia went in, played Virginia basketball, and it was a one-point defeat. Clemson is going to be strong at home to keep this close for about half. But Duke, their outside shooting is going to be spot on, and the defense will be airtight, especially on the perimeter after getting bombed on the first time around against Clemson. So the pick in this one with the cap from your boy J.A. is the Duke Blue Devils, let's call it minus a seven. We are heading out to Pullman. We are going to Washington State. It's a matchup between the visiting Arizona, Arizona Wildcats and the hosting Washington State Cougars. It's a Pac-12 matchup. The game is tipping at 9 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Thursday night. As we record this, wow, what a week Arizona has had. Here's where I see the spread landing. Much like this game that we already brought you, Duke-Clemson, we got a road team in Arizona coming into this game. They're hot, 9-1 in their last 10 against Wazoo. This spread's going to land somewhere between 5-6 and six with Arizona as the favorite. So we'll call it Arizona minus 6 because I, I want to maximize the points. I don't think it'll go above 6, maybe 6.5, but I doubt it. So here we go. The last seven days have been crazy for Arizona. Last Thursday, when you listened to episode 25 of the Take the Candy podcast, Arizona went in, they beat UCLA. On Saturday, they had won a hard-fought battle against the Trojans, USC, and last night, Monday night, they battled Arizona State, which was looking for the upset special Arizona State got up 16-3 in that game, and then Arizona came storming back. Fast break points, and they just blew them out. Ended up winning by 12. That actually, I believe, was a spread in that game, so they pushed it. But after they were down 13 early, if you had Arizona laying the 12, you were probably like, damn. But you, you fought back to a push, so you take what you can get. Now they come in here. They're on the road at Wazoo. Arizona's got an explosive fast break. You saw that in the game against Arizona State. The Wildcats are 20-2 on the season, 10-1 in the Pac-12. Now they got to go on the road to Pullman for Wazoo. Washington State has gotten progressively better. This is now the third year under their head man, Kyle Smith. 30-29 in his first seasons, but they're 14-7 this year, 7-3 in conference in the Pac-12. Five straight wins for the Cougars, six out of seven. And their last time out, 68-64 victory over Cal. They are playing their best basketball of the season, and they are home. Arizona, on the other hand, they've won three straight, but they're also playing their fourth game in seven days. So somebody's streak is going to end here. Look for Arizona to lean on the front court. If you've watched them at all this season, you know they like to run. They're fifth in adjusted tempo and have the third shortest average possession length in the country at just 14 seconds. So if you if you think about that, if you think of the, the shot clock, they get a shot up within 14 seconds, and that's pretty crazy if you think about it. That's pretty crazy. Their efficiency doesn't suffer, though, with that pace. They're 11th nationally in adjusted offensive efficiency, and they top the Pac-12 
um, in that category. They're third in the country in scoring. They average 85 points a game, which is a lot for the college game. So it's bombs away for Arizona, but they're not really doing it from the perimeter. They're just getting a ton of possessions. When you only hold the ball for about 14, 15 seconds of possession, you're going you're gonna to get more possessions. And if you could score the rock, you're going to score more points. That's their scenario here. This is going to be a tight game. Washington State's five-game uh, five win streak and 7-3 conference mark are the best since 06-07. So they are playing their best basketball. However, this is going to be the toughest task of the season to keep the streak going. Now, what you have here in Wazoo is a top-scoring defense, and now they're facing the conference's top-scoring offense. So you have Pac-12's best defense versus Pac-12's best offense. If this was J.A. in the football season, he'd take the defense all day, but this ain't football. I'm going to take the top offense. It's going to be tough sledding for the Cougars to get going against an elite Arizona front court defense. They are elite. Additionally, Arizona is holding its opponents to just 39% from the field when, when Arizona goes on the road, which is what we have here. Washington State has 80 points just one time in the past 12 games. Let me say that again. 80 points just one time in the past 12 games. 12 games and it's not going to happen tonight and with Arizona averaging about 85 plus a game this is shaping up to be an Arizona game I think Arizona should be favored by more I don't see Vegas putting them as more than a six-point favorite I really don't because I think they're going to give some credence to Wazoo's winning streak and Wazoo at home but I'm not buying it I think Arizona's a lot better they've won nine straight nine straight in Pullman which is where they're going on this night by an average of 15, almost 15 points. I'm comfortable laying six points here. I'm comfortable laying six and a half. I think you're gonna see Arizona by eight, eight or more points, but I think the spread's gonna be about six. So I really like this one. So the pick here is the Arizona Wildcats laying the six. Now, don't forget, I told you last week, you gotta check out the fine folks at moneylinedice.com. Any sort of things you need for your sports betting is there. Check them out, moneylinedice.com. And don't forget, when you log on that website and you're buying their products at checkout, you're going to punch in the code CANDY10, that's CANDY10, you're going to get a discount because you're, you're faithful listeners to the Take the Candy podcast. So don't forget, go see the fine folks and their items at moneylinedice.com. We are headed to the Valley. You know your boy, J.A., absolutely loves the desert. So we're headed to the Valley for the Thursday night matchup between the visiting Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. You know what time it is. You can hear the music. It's the Take the Candy special here in episode 26. The matchup is Bucks-Suns. It's a finals rematch. This game's going to land about the Suns laying the three, three and a half to maybe four. I doubt it'll be three. I think if you're, if you're a Bucks better, you're going to get that hook. You're going to get at least three and a half when this line comes out. I don't see it being less than that. However, I think the Bucks are going to keep this close and maybe win. Obviously, to take the candy special, we're going to call it plus three and a half for the Bucks, And that's what the pick is going to be. Milwaukee's big three dominate. They absolutely dominate. The Bucks have been relatively healthy of late, and their offense has been flourishing. Over the last two weeks, Milwaukee is scoring 122-plus uh, 
points per 100 possessions. That's second best in the NBA over that period. A key for the Bucks, especially lately, has been keeping their starting lineup intact. Out in the season, when they're all together, they're plus five points per 100 possessions. And Antetokounmpo, Holiday, and Chris Middleton share the floor only about 17% of the uh, possessions. They dominate games when they're on the floor together. Now, Phoenix has been winning a ton of close games. They really have. But can they really keep winning every close game? They're dealing with a few banged up guys. Uh, Cameron Payne has a wrist and he's going to be out this game. I think Landry Shamet is also going to be out. He's got an ankle. Now, the starting lineup, this doesn't hurt the starting lineup. Those guys are bench players, but they are very impactful bench players. Phoenix is going to miss the depth in this game that they're going to need to keep up with Milwaukee. The Suns have been absolutely exceptional this season and just lost two games since the start of 2022. Think about that. We're already here in February. They've only lost two games since the year broke. They've steamrolled teams with excellent offense and obviously tough defense. But Phoenix's defense, if you watch him closely, you check the analytics and you look at the, the values, Phoenix's defense has regressed a little bit over the last two weeks. They're allowing over 111 points per 100 possessions in that span. And that's still better than average, but it's five points more than their season long number. That's a big deal. Part of the issue for the Suns is that they allow non-corner threes at a high rate. That's non-corner threes. So anything from the top of the key or the elbow extended. Non-corner threes and opponents are hitting them at, at about a 35% clip. Now, it just feels like as good as the Suns have been, by their clutch performances, winning close games, winning games late, this cannot keep up. This cannot keep up. They're 22-3 and three in clutch games, and they've been even better since the start of 2022. They're 10-0 in tough, in close games, games decided by one possession or less. That's a big deal. But... The Bucks are just healthy at the right time, and I love this spot for them. They're rolling on offense, and I expect them to come out very motivated in this NBA Finals rematch. Milwaukee has won and covered in four consecutive games, so one and covered. And they're coming off a game where they just absolutely bombed the, the Lakers, who nobody likes and hates LeBron and hates Westbrook. Or at least we do here at Take the Candy Media. And if you fall on another side of that, you're crazy. You have to hate those guys. Anyway, the Suns... Have, have handled business all season, especially lately. They're so lost in, in recently coming to an Atlanta Hawks team that shot crazy a crazy percentage from three-point. It was just bombs away, and I hate the Hawks too. I hate Trey Young. But anyway, a great shooting performance in that game for Atlanta. That's how they were able to get away with that. We've seen the Bucks match up against the Suns in extended series before, and while the regular season is not comparable to what we saw in the finals, the Bucks did show that they could beat the Suns. Milwaukee has the size and athleticism to stay with Chris Paul and Booker on the perimeter with Holiday and Middleton. Giannis, you just can't stop the guy. And Bobby Portis creates a matchup issue because of his ability to stretch the floor from a four to a five. Look for that to be a big uh, point of impact in this game with Bobby Portis. I think Portis is going to have a big game. I, look, I think Milwaukee is going to look to feature him. If this game is close... I actually like Giannis and the boys to win this game on the on the floor, but I'll take the candy because that's what it's all about. I think this spread's going to come out about three and a half. So give me the bucks plus the three and a half on the road in the valley. 
That's going to bring us to the end of episode 26 of the Take the Candy podcast. You've been hanging with your host, John Anthony. A lot of exciting things going on. We got the Super Bowl coming up. Obviously, we got the Super Bowl packages, as I told you at the start of the episode. You want in, DM us on social. It's at Take the Candy Pod. That's Twitter and Instagram. Or just flip us an email at takethecandypod at gmail.com. Again, takethecandypod at gmail.com. That's how you can get that info. Obviously, Super Bowl is rapidly approaching. So if you want in, you got to let us know by Saturday. So you're listening to this on the Thursday. You got two days to figure it out and let us know. And we'll get you everything you need before the big game kicks on Sunday. So that's where we stand with that. Also, if you haven't listened to episode one of our other podcast, The Fix, with your boy right here, John Anthony, go listen to it. Because Monday, what we have dropping, it's season one, ep one. It's the Tim Donahue story, and we're calling it The Six Man. The Fix, the podcast from Take the Candy Media. Go listen to it. You can hear me. You can hear my investigation. You can hear the interviews. You can see where we're at. It's exciting stuff. We're already with that pod. We're already on Spotify, and we're already on Apple Podcasts. We are blaring anywhere you get your podcast. So wherever you listen to your boy here for the Take the Candy pod, just search for The Fix. Search for Take the Candy Media, and you can get both podcasts. And just make sure you subscribe, download, and share them. This way, you're locked in and you're ready to go. The Fix, like I said, drops on Mondays. So look for that this coming Monday. And then obviously, we'll be back here with you at the Take the Candy Pod next Thursday to drop episode 27. A lot of exciting things. Good luck if you're playing the Super Bowl. Good luck if you're playing props. Not my thing. I'm a spread better. I'm a money line better. It's not for me, but good luck if you're doing that. I know some of my buddies like to bet the coin toss and all that nonsense. So good luck if you're doing that. Uh, Wishing you all the best bets and nothing less here from Take the Candy Media. And as always, you've been hanging with your boy, J.A. 